The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field, which a person finds and hides again, and out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls. When he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown into the sea, which collects fish of every kind. When it is full, they haul it ashore and sit down and put what is good into buckets. What is bad they throw away. Thus it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Do you understand all these things? They answered, yes. And he replied, then every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings from its, his storeroom both the old, new and the old. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, our Lord's words today are words that, if we don't pay attention, can very easily kind of like enter our ears and bounce off or come in one ear and go out the other. And he says, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls, and when he finds one of great price, he goes and sells everything he has to buy it. Right? Everything that he has, he's going to give up to buy it. Or somebody who finds a treasure in a field, and they're so filled with joy that they go and sell everything they have to buy that field so that the treasure will stay with them. So they won't lose the treasure. Because we have to ask ourselves, is that how I treat my relationship with Jesus? You know, the kingdom of heaven is truly found in our relationship with Jesus. When our Lord proclaims the gospel, he says, go and tell everyone that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's here with me. 
Now, is our Lord really the Lord of our hearts? Is he really the king of our hearts? And have we found something in Christ that fills us with such joy that we're willing to give up everything in order to preserve it? Have we really found that? Or are we sort of like, the kingdom of heaven is like a guy who finds a treasure in the field and he says, oh, that's nice, and then he goes about the rest of his life and he goes back every once in a while to see if the treasure is still in the field. Maybe it's it's still there, okay, that's good. There's something really exciting over there, I'm gonna go check it out. Or the kingdom of heaven is like, Someone who finds a pearl of great price. And then they rearrange the rest of their schedule just so that they can kind of go back to the pearl every once in a while. Because that's what we easily slip into. We easily slip into it. Sometimes, you know, mass becomes this place that we come as long as there's not a baseball game or a really heavy weekend or the kids don't have dance. And I'm not saying that to shame anybody. It's just the reality of where things are. And if we find ourselves in that place, we have to ask ourselves, like, am I really converted or what can I do to find that pearl of great price? Or have I told anybody about what I've found here? Have I told anybody about what I've found here? There are different movements in the church and different retreat programs and different charisms that our Lord is giving to us right now that really reveal the fact that the kingdom of heaven is like this pearl of great price. Last week, I preached about the unbound ministry in our diocese and how I know people who have gone to unbound and they've gone through the prayer session and then they go tell like 10 of their friends about it. Like you have to go through this. It's like the most incredible thing that's ever happened to me in my life. And then I'll ask something like, well, how many people have you told about your latest Knights of Columbus meeting or Altar Society meeting or Bible study that you're in? Well, not that many. So there's something happening there. There's another retreat program that's run out of Tallahassee in Florida from the John Paul II Healing Center. And it's a place where people go and they really learn how to invite our Lord into those parts of their life that they're not very proud of. There's things I always preach on. Jesus loves the worst parts of you. And do you really give him access to the things you're most ashamed of in your life? And they come back just on fire. You know, I know priests who have gone down there for a week they do for priests. And then they came back and told me, you know, Before I went down there, the priesthood was like a job. It was like a job. 
And now they come back and they're just on fire for how the Holy Spirit is working in their life. What happens when you truly encounter our Lord? What happens when our hearts are truly transformed? And you go around and tell everybody about it. You know, it's how evangelization works. I've seen people from the recovery groups that I run for people who are caught up in internet addiction. And when they start to experience freedom, their eyes light up and they start to experience joy and they have emotions again. And they go tell all their friends about it and then their friends start showing up. Because they found this pearl of great price. And that pearl of great price really is found in a deep and intimate relationship with Jesus. Now, I was trying to think of an analogy because I think this is what Pope Francis has been focused on and emphasizing in the church. Pope Francis has been emphasizing like conversion and evangelization and changing our hearts. That's been his emphasis. And it's causing all kinds of havoc because he criticizes rigidity a lot. And then people who are really orthodox and conservative, they get really defensive when he does this. But the reason he criticizes it is because there are lots of people who follow the rules, but they aren't converted. And the best analogy I could come up with is coloring. So I was a really bad colorer when I was a kid. And when you're coloring, like, it's really important to stay inside the lines, you know, like learning to stay inside the lines. And I was actually really bad at that, at staying inside the lines, because I was too lazy to stay inside the lines. And so you can color and stay inside the lines and your coloring's gonna look pretty, it's gonna look decent even if you use totally bad colors. It still looks better than like my scribbling all over the page. But if you learn to choose the right colors, you produce something that's brilliant. When you learn to mix colors together so that they come out beautiful. That's when you're really good. Now, I remember being in kindergarten in first grade thinking, how come they can color so well? And mine looks like, ugh. Sometimes that's how I feel about my spiritual life. How come that guy has it all together and inside I'm like, ugh. And so orthodoxy and solid catechesis, what Pope Francis calls like rigidity, right, has to do with staying inside of the lines. And we have to do that, right? Because we can't go outside the lines because then everything's just a mess. But I think what our Holy Father's calling us to is he's calling us to put more crayons in our coloring box, to have more tools, so that what we produce is more brilliant. 
Because when we have more tools, then we produce something amazing. We fulfill what Jesus says when he says, every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings from his storeroom both the new and the old. Both the new and the old. We don't jettison everything that we've learned or everything that we've done. The things that have worked well and served us well, we don't get rid of them. But we're always looking for what new can enter in in order to transform. How can I fall more in love with our Lord? Or how can I allow our Lord to truly transform my heart? That's the question that should stay at the forefront of our minds each day. How can I allow our Lord to truly transform my heart? Because that's what he came into the world to do. How can I make my own life more brilliant, more colorful, more joyful, more passionate? How do I come to find the zeal that will lead me to want to tell everyone I know about what I've found in Jesus, in the Eucharist, in his church? On August 19th, Bart shoots from the JP2 Healing Center is going to be here at Dawson Hall doing a day of equipping where he's really going to go through a prayer format and how do we learn how to pray with people or how do we learn to pray ourselves in such a way that we encounter our Lord's mercy to the full. How is it that I invite Jesus into these places in my life so that he can transform them? He's coming because one of those priests who went down there is so on fire. He wants everybody to learn about this and how to do it. And so I'd encourage you to consider coming to that day of equipping on August 19th. There's a registration on the diocesan website simply to learn to deepen your own spiritual life and to gain more tools for your own life that you'll be able to share with others, to share with family members or friends or fellow parishioners. One of my hopes that comes out of this day of equipping is that people will really learn how to pray with others. When I was in Florida for a conference last month, there was a deacon who talked about this ministry he has, you know this ministry, and ministries aren't always difficult. His ministry is this, anybody who wants to be prayed with after mass, I'll be in the back. If you have any prayer requests, just come up to me and we'll pray together. And he has lines of people every single week who come just so that he'll, he can pray with them. 
It's a beautiful way of encountering our Lord and sharing our relationship with Christ with others and helping others to encounter Him. And it's so simple. So simple. If we had an army of people who were willing to do that, it would transform our parish culture, our diocesan culture, our church culture. We would truly live as if we had found that treasure, that pearl. And so today let us pray that our Lord will increase in us our desire to encounter him, to know him, to be loved by him. And that we'll truly live as if we have found that treasure buried in the field, that pearl of great price. To truly live as if the kingdom of heaven is indeed at hand. And dwells within our own hearts.